It's time for the Hammer Down Show with Jared Jesselitis. Oh, yes. And what was that beginning, middle, and end part again? Streaming online at 1017thehammer.com. All right, sounds good. Let's do this. here so let's go ahead and get started with need to know news here's your need to know news all right the cubs pull off a win in san diego last night seven to one the final stroman collects a w that is his fourth in a row hot right now six innings four hits zero runs six strikeouts too gomes mancini and amaya all homer amaya man i'll tell you what three for three for him only two Cubs don't get a hit, and that's Morrell and Suzuki, which just seems odd to me. But hey, a win's a win. You roll. Cubs have uh, two out of three in this series, but they're going to play a fourth one tonight. The professor's on the mound. Kyle Hendricks looking for win number one still. He takes on Benny Snell. Snell's actually been pretty solid as of late. He's given up two runs or less in four of his last five starts. White Sox get the sweep of the Tigers 6-2 yesterday. A wild week. First off, Saturday's game ends on a wild pitch. It goes off and the umpire's face mask and extras. Yesterday, Jake Berger hits a grand slam to walk it off. Liam Hendricks comes in, gets the W. All right, in the top of the ninth. With a 1 2 3 ninth where he struck out two. It was National Cancer Survivors Day. You can't make this stuff up. Tim Anderson, Luis Robert Jr., Aloy, all two for four on the day. They're going to have the day off. They're going to head uh, out east, Yankee Stadium tomorrow. Lucas Giolito on the mound. He's going to take on Clark Schmidt. Blackhawks still hold that number one pick in the NHL draft. And uh, we've told you they're going to take this kid, Connor Bettered, right? Out of Canada. Anyway, over the weekend, he becomes the first Canadian Hockey League history to sweep Player of the Year, Top Prospect, and Top Score awards. 17-year-old Regina Pat Starr had 71 goals, 72 assists, in 57 regular season games in the Western Hockey League. The draft is June 28th and 29th. He'll be 18 on July 17th. Yeah, he's going to be good, don't you think? Colts announced they've signed Brashard Perryman today. The former Buck played 11 games last season. Nine catches on 19 targets. Didn't do much better the year before where he only played six games. Former Purdue golfer Adam Shank comes home for the Memorial 7th place. Four strokes off of the lead. His 68 on Saturday really helped him secure that top 10. His six under over the last three rounds, the third best score. He moves up to 26th in the FedEx Cup, too. That is his third top 10 in his last eight. He also qualifies for the Open, 
which is in July. That's not to be confused with the U.S. Open, which is Father's Day weekend. This one's the British Open, but apparently we're just calling it the Open. It is what it is. We're also watching three Purdue-affiliated golfers today try to qualify for the U.S. Open, which is coming up Father's Day weekend. Last time I checked, uh, Ken Hassel is uh, 14th at two under. Peyton Snowberger, Cole Bradley were both one over last time I checked. Cole hadn't started on his second tee time yet. You're looking to make it top five. Five under was a lap. You know, I still got it up here. Where's all my... Uh, all my save stuff, U.S. Open. For Pete's sakes, they kicked out all the save stuff here. I don't know why. Anyway, uh, to make the next cut, it's three under. Uh, and none of our heroes right now are currently at three under. But if I scroll down, I bet you I can find out here. Kent is at 24th. He's at even through five. So he's got to find he's got to find some strokes here. Let's see if I can find uh, Peyton. Peyton's at two over. He's even on the second round here. He's through three. And then, who else was that? Was, uh, I was looking for Cole Bradley, right? Did I pass Cole? Boy, I must have passed Cole somewhere in here because he was at, uh, oh, he's still sitting at uh, he's two over after he uh bogeyed the first hole here. So that's where they're at here. This thing changes like on a dime too. So trying to get the three under. We'll see if anybody can do it today. Uh, like I said, if you can make the top five at the end of this thing, you're going to the U.S. Open. So uh, fingers crossed here. More Purdue news. Sasha Stavanovich is back via his Twitter. He's back to join uh, Purdue men's basketball staff as the director of player personnel. What is the director of player personnel, you may ask? And uh, that is a tremendous question. I'm glad that you asked it. I, I had to look it up because I thought that was P.J. Thompson's role. He's director of player development. Player Director of player personnel means uh, he will aid in on-campus recruiting, player development, coaching strategy, and statistical analysis. So welcome back. That puts, what, uh, four former players on the uh, staff as of right now. So PJ's on there, Sasha's still there, Jared Woolburn's still on there, and Tommy Luce. All, uh, those, are, th those guys are both uh, grad assistants, but uh, yes, awesome stuff. You'll love to see it. Busy high school sports weekend where Central Catholic Baseball beats Rossville 9-0. They will advance yet again to the semi-state I mean, how many times are they going to do that? <laughs> they're, they're darn good at it, so congratulations uh, to CC. It did not go as well for Harrison Baseball and Softball. Uh, they were both knocked out of the uh, tourney over the weekend. Don't like, to, uh, don't like to see that. Delphi Baseball did advance, though, 10-2. They, uh, they won over Bremen. Over the weekend. So Delphi is going to advance. They get Winchester uh, out at Kokomo. And then they'll get the winner of Westview or Alinea Christian. I'm particularly familiar with either of those. By the way, uh, Lafayette uh, Central Catholic gets uh, Westdell. 
uh, for their game. That game is played. It says Jeff, so I'm assuming that's at Loeb Field. Uh, but then they'll get the winner if they win that against uh, Marquette Catholic and Fort Wayne Blackhawk Christian. So we'll keep an eye out on that. Boys golf sectionals over the weekend at Battleground. Faith takes home another title. Sam Peter, the low score at 70. His teammates Eli Patton took third with a 74. And uh, his brother Joe Peter with a 78 good for fifth. Delphi's Cade Nelson and Jeff's Maddox Walker. Both shooting 80s will advance as individuals. Uh, Westside uh, second as a team followed by Central Catholic. Harrison, Jeff, Delphi, and McCutcheon. The Eagles would go on to win that one by a margin of 31 strokes. Dang. Andres Negron Carrero and Henny Schmedeke, uh both make a podium at the track state finals for Harrison as uh, uh, he went and circled that track and says 48 seconds flat in the 40 in the 400 meters. That got six. Uh, Schmedeke places seven in the girls' 800 as well. It is a busy weekend. Oh, and everybody like was you know, graduating and stuff too. Busy high school weekend. Don't know how they all do it. But there you go. That is today's uh, need to know news. Oh, I may have missed this here too, but uh, Indiana Baseball Coaches Association uh, introduced their 2023 Indiana North All-Stars team. They will play here on the 24th and 25th at Loeb Stadium versus the South All-Stars. Locally, um, we had a couple of guys here. Evan Cook from West Lafayette, pitcher. Chase Long from Delphi, one of the catchers. And that was a... Oh, uh, Brody Zimmer in the outfield from McCutcheon. Uh, All local guys making the North team. You love to see it. Like I said... Darn busy weekend. That is Need to Know News for your Monday, the 5th of June. All right, we're back at it again with our great friends from DraftKings who just keep on giving you all these great boosts tonight. Another Stanley Cup boost. Uh, your same game parlay boosted up to uh, you get a 25% boost on your same game parlay there. A 50% Major League Baseball boost to use, however, you so deem a no sweat Major League Baseball same game parlay X, which means you're putting together a same game parlay and then like another additional leg. Um, and then also another first goal odd surge in tonight's Panthers and Vegas game, and 100% up to 100% boost on your Major League Baseball same game parlay uh, for every leg that you add. All right, we were hot last week. I mean, scorching hot. Went in the weekend. Even that pick, I'd, even when I told you Adam Shank top ten. If you played that when I told you with the boost on Wednesday. Ten bucks went to like a, it was almost uh, about one hundred and twenty. I go back because I, I know I hit it. Let's go. Let's do it again. Let's find some stuff that we really like. My favorite bet here for the weekend or for for today. I'm sorry. I love Corey Seager over one and a half bases, guys. This thing is already sitting at minus one oh five. This doesn't seem fair. I mean, I love this thing for multiple reasons. One, Seeger crushes the ball, but he's been particularly good against Adam Wainwright. Seven plate appearances, hitting 286, a 
a single, a double, and uh, two plus hits in five of his last six games. He is crushing the baseball. So he's hot right now. He's going up against a guy who has struggled here. Wainwright, here's the line over the last five games here. Nine hits, eight hits, five, seven, and eight. That's what he's done in the hit category. Earn runs three, five, two, four, and four. He's getting hit. Not to mention, he stinks against lefties. Lefties are hitting 400 against him. 400. Yeah, I'm on board with this one. Like Corey Seager here, let's continue to ride that hot hand. And boy, it has been a hot hand for him as of late. What's he hitting against uh, righties right now? Is he hot against righties? I got the number right here. 352 against right-handers. What's not to love about this? And like I said, he's been he's been really good here. Uh, he dominated Seattle over the weekend. But he went seven for uh seven for twelve and six runs. Three doubles, a homer. He's got a three-game RBI streak going here. He's got six, he's got six RBIs in the last three games. Absolutely insane. He has a multi-game or a multi-hit uh, game streak going here. Four straight games, multi-hits. In five of the last six. Absolutely crushing the baseball. So that's what I like today. I really like Corey Seager over uh, the one and a half total bases. I I feel like that's the best value in that. I don't like going to two hits ever. I just don't. Because if you get walked twice, your back is really against the wall. And I believe last time I checked, they had him up at uh, over one and a half. Yeah, it's over one and a half. It's a plus 175. I don't like that. You give me the total bases, I'm right there at even money. If you want to, um, it's plus 145 for an RBI. I wouldn't hate that. That's not a terrible call for you. But like the hits, runs, and RBIs are up to two and a half now. that just that that makes me nervous. I don't like it that high up. I think total bases is the way to go at even money. You can use that for your leg for your uh, major league baseball same game parlay X if you like. You can use the fifty percent boost on that if you like. I don't know if I got a lot for you in the NHL tonight. I I kind of like Sam Bennett over three and a half shots on goal. That could be my play there. But I, I I like I like Seager tonight. I think Sam Bennett over three and a half. He's got eight point two shot attempts in his last uh over his last five. That's what he's averaging. And seven point two shot attempts in his last ten games. You need to get to four tonight. So he's got four, he's averaged about four and a half shots on goal over his last five, but he's firing in about twice as many there. He's got to get on goal. Go ahead and give me Sam Bennett tonight over the three and a half.
There you go. Those those are the plays. I haven't had time to analyze the Pirates. Pirates are like on a hot streak, and now they've got the athletics coming in, which makes me run a run to McCutcheon and Brian Reynolds to do something, but I haven't done my homework on that. I got to get into that. All right, we're going to take a little break here. We're going to come back. Hey, I got plenty more Hammer Down Show coming up for you next here on 1017 The Hammer 1017. Welcome back to the Hammer Down Show on 1017 The Hammer, 1017thehammer.com. You can always reach out on the Hammerhead hotline at 765-447-4080. That's 765-447-4080. All right, uh, interesting weekend for Purdue. Before I get into that, I do want to encourage you. Uh, our buddy Tom Deanhart has uh, written an article, and uh, I believe this is through Purdue. If you go to Coach Walter's Twitter page, I know he's got to post it. I'm sure Tom's got to have it posted as well. Uh, Purdue University's main account has it as well. If you want a more insight onto exactly who he is and, and what it was like for him coming up, this is a tremendous article with stories that I have not heard before. Including how a one in 10,000 thing happened to him with his tonsils regrowing. Like, I never heard of that before. Let alone heard of anybody, you know what I mean? It was, it was a really well-written article by Tom. Not that Tom doesn't write those to begin with. But this is just the great insight on his struggles early on into Colorado having to change position, dealing with that stuff and the effects that it had on his body and everything too, and then turning it around to become, you know, who he is today. It's it's a great read. Do yourself a favor. And take a – put together the, the 20 minutes or so, 15 minutes, because it's a, it's a decently long article, but not something you can't get through, I think, in like 15 minutes. It's worth the time. I mean, it's not like I didn't like the guy to begin with. But it, it just seems like the more we go down this road here with him, the more and more uh, I, I'm glad that we're in that foxhole with him as fans, you know? It's just tremendously well-written. Do yourself a favor and, uh, and check that out. Uh, also, uh, look, Great weekend again for, I think, the golf program as well. Adam continues, Adam Shank continues to perform well on the PGA Tour. Seventh place. Got himself into the top ten again. Like I said at the top of the show, 26th in the FedEx Cup points. And you feel like he's due for that breakthrough. So a couple of runner-ups here, and... uh and seventh in his last eight. Like it, it, it's getting there. You feel like he continues to take that next step. And that's a dude that you look at the golf bag, man, it's still got the most B on there. He's ready to go. I mean, that's a great ambassador for the university and the program. His wife is a tremendous, like, 
tweeter as well with all this stuff that's going on. From If you watch that um, full swing on Netflix, the inside, I feel like her Twitter is almost better than that show. And I like that show. But it's great insight. She had this great photo of him. It was coming off the course on Saturday. And he had that great round on Saturday. Um, and then what's he doing? He's got his bag on his shoulders. He's pushing the baby stroller, right? Because they just had that baby what, like maybe like a month and a half ago. And he's still doing the dad thing. I mean, just a tremendous boilermaker. I think he's a great representative for everything going on at, uh, at Purdue. And, you know, with Coach Bradley as well, who's, by the way, happy birthday, Coach Bradley. But, uh, yeah, to see him, and I know Tyler Duncan is uh, on some of these PGA uh, events as well. But, boy, Adam just seems like he's got a hold of something here as of late. He had that huge charge right before he left for the, you know, for a few weeks when uh, his wife, Courtney, was going to have the baby. And, you know, now he's back at it, working hard. And you'd like to see good things happen to good people like that. So, I again, it, and during a slow season here when it comes to our athletics, to see that happen just makes me... Warms the heart, man. We've had him on the show before. Great guy. And he qualifies for the British Open. Am I supposed to call it the Open when it's the British Open? I would call it the British Open so you don't confuse it with the U.S. Open. But he qualifies for that as well. That's going to be fun for him. It's another major that he's into. Like You're just uh, uh, waiting for him to to finally get that breakthrough and, and win that PGA Tour event. It's huge because, you know, you have that alumnus. Um, you, you have it for a good guy on top of that, which I love. And then that also feeds back into the program. You know, you got three guys trying to qualify for the U.S. Open, which is is hard. You know, you got 70-some-odd people in that field, and they're only going to take five from it. It's not easy. But it's great here during the summer months that we still got um, just guys that still rep the university like this and are finding success. You know that's important when you're trying to sell your program, trying to sell that you can be successful here. That's what universities do, right? They sell you on, hey, you come here just for the average person. You come here, you get involved with the good programs here. We're going to get you a degree. They throw all those numbers out at you, like here, this is what the average. Uh, graduates make this is the average. Uh, this is the placement percentage here for graduates. This is uh, the the mean income for graduates out of this program, and de- they throw all those fancy numbers. It's the same thing with athletics too. You want to show that you know these young people that have those designs that want to go on to those levels. And listen, you can be successful here. We can we can help get you to that. I mean, it's the same thing with the athletics. You have to find ways to show the success. And to have a guy that goes out there still loves this university enough to have it on his bag like that. I mean, that's great. You know, one of the things we always talk about when we have recruits on, it doesn't matter what sport we've got them in. We always ask this question about, like, why Purdue? What were some of the reasons why you choose Purdue? And and someone throw out, I really like you know, the coach or something like this, or, oh, you know, your family. 
But there, there's a word that comes up so often, and that's family. It, it, it just it, it's constant all the way through. And I don't know where I really wanted to go with that. I just I just think it's great that you've got people like that still putting on for the program, still showing out for these programs. Uh, and and that's you know, that leads into Sasha coming back, right? That's family that comes back. To want to be a part of the programs, you know? And I'm sure there's options. I'm sure that that young man could probably pick up a phone and and call some people. I'm sure he'd call Matt Painter and look for something somewhere else if that's what he really wanted to do. But, you know, he wants to come back here. Like when you've got players that want to come back here and reinvest in your programs. I see a lot with the, there's a lot of high school coaches that we have here locally that played there, you know? Walk the walk. They talk that talk, and they want to come back here to lead that next generation. I, that just that, that speaks volumes. Because there can be a lot of great players that come, they play, and then they have a sour taste in their mouth from their time here, or you know, there's been some kind of disagreement or something like that, and they don't look favorably on it. But you don't see that a lot with Purdue. You still see that family aspect of it. So when I saw Sasha had taken that job and he was going to start being around that program, it just it feels right. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for that program. I think there's this it offers a real level of authenticity when you talk to a recruit and say, "Listen, I'm not just saying it because I showed up here and they gave me a job. I'm saying it because I've actually been where you're at. I have gone through this process. I, I chose this here, and then I went out in the world, and I saw the way that everything else is, and I can tell you this is the experience, and this is why it's genuine, and this is why it's unique, and that's why it's perfect for you. No, Kids can smell fakes. <laughs> they can. They can sniff it out real quick. But to have that kind of family aspect to it, that authenticity, I think it was huge. It was a good weekend for Purdue. I have all these people competing, but it's uh, it was a good weekend, I thought, for Purdue. We're going to take another break. We'll come back. Hey, more Hammer Down show after the break. Hey, welcome back to the Hammer Down show on 1017 The Hammer, 1017TheHammer.com. I'm Jared Jessalitis. Okay. I... I, I, I Started to read up on these things. And no. Apple today announced something called Vision Pro. And it looks like you got a snorkel mask without the nose piece on, right? So you're wearing some kind of like ski goggles things. And it's supposed to be like this kind of augmented, like virtual reality type goggles, which. I'm, I'm sorry, nobody, they keep trying these things, right? They have the Oculus things, did, did everybody run out and buy those? No. Um, remember 3D TVs? Remember 3D TVs are going to be a big thing? And those are just the glasses. No. Now, they partnered up with Disney on some of this stuff, too, so the content's going to be there. But where this becomes relevant for us is 
what they want to do with sports in the future with some of this. Now, let's assume that I just go ahead and not bring up the fact that these things are $3,500 a pair. Who's put, you got $3,500 for augmented reality glasses to watch sports? I get a pretty darn good, ginormous TV for that, for half that money. I'm spending over $3,500. You got to give me something. Now, I always thought there was going to be this future here where you were going to be able to put on something like this and feel like you were sitting courtside. And you could look around and just see the game however you want. I, that could be something that really could make it worth it. But at the same time, you still got these things strapped to your face. If you want to eat something while you're doing this, or, or literally, you're oblivious to everything else that's going on around you. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Now, I get that there's going to be these cool features and stuff. One of these ones where you just set up like multiple TV screens and you kind of just look and and it, it all seems kind of great. But they keep on forgetting this. Who is going to pay that kind of money to leave these headsets on that probably work for a couple of hours? I'm not getting through college football Saturday with that. I don't want to leave that thing on my face all day. $3,500 to try to revolutionize how you watch sports. It just, it, it doesn't make a lick of sense to me to do this. The only thing I think that I could get jazzed about too is, let's say you want to sit someplace and watch the Super Bowl, right? Wouldn't it be cool if you could... Have that seat. You could look left to right, however it is, and you could watch the game like you were there. I think that makes sense. Oh, I could sit courtside and watch the NBA Finals. That makes sense. That's a different kind of thing that you could do. But the fact that, they, I mean, they're showing you, yeah, you could set up your own virtual fireplace there, then, you know, your screen's here, and you can get all these extra stats and all that. Why am I paying $3,500 for all of this stuff? that I could just be watching on the same TV. It, it just, it makes no sense. And then think about this, watching college basketball. If we did that scenario where you could like, you know, it's like you're sitting in the uh, expensive seats at Mackey. Well, now I need headphones, right? Because I need to hear everything too. They don't have those. I, have to, I mean, can I, can I listen to the game too like I'm there as well? It just seems like such a waste. And they keep on trying to revolutionize this stuff, but to do it, you gotta put some doodad on your on your face. And here's the other thing too, is you gotta watch it alone, right? Otherwise, yeah, you gotta fork out another thirty five hundred to have a second pair or have somebody come over and bring their pair to sit on your couch, not watch the giant TV that you have there. Instead, just sit there and it, it, it I don't think they, the technology is so cool and they get all excited about it, but I don't think they think about the average sports fan. Like who is, who's getting into this stuff? Yeah, it's kind of cool. Like I've seen the Oculus, it's cool for maybe some video games, and all this, but you still got to put that big bulky thing on your head. You have no idea where you're at in the room. 
I see all these videos of people falling over, falling into walls and breaking TVs and stuff. <laughs> I just, I feel like they, they, they always think about what they could do with this stuff and how cool it looks. And you're like, okay, but then nobody really thought at all. Nobody thought through like a practical, the practicality of some of the technology. It's just, it's not going to happen. Eventually, when you can give me these augmented um, um, contact lenses where I can just watch my TV and it pops up stuff, yeah, that'll be something. But I'm not putting on ski goggles to try to watch a game that I could easily just watch on my regular TV with my family and my surround sound. It just makes it, it makes no sense. The Disney stuff seems kind of cool. I'm looking at, it. and you can at least kind of you can see through this. I, I don't know. It's interesting technology, and maybe they'll find some more practical ways to use it. But at the end of the day, my buddy Nick Yeoman's right on Twitter. I have yet to meet anybody that really loves putting on this like headwear to to do any of this stuff. Nobody likes to do it, but they keep on trying to make us want it. All right, we're going to take our final break, and when we come back, we'll wrap up the Hammer Down Show. Things we missed and more next. This is the Hammer Down Show on 1017 The Hammer and 1017. Welcome back. So we wrap up the Hammer Down Show on 1017 The Hammer, 1017TheHammer.com. Thanks for riding with me here. Uh, let's get into some of the things we may have missed. Uh, shout out to uh, Brody Bauman from uh, Purdue Wrestling at the U23 Nationals over the weekend. Uh, he is the best boilermaker, takes home fifth. Uh, gets him on the podium. That is the best U23 Nationals finish by one of Coach Ursuline's crew since 2021. Ben Venadia also made it to the uh, second day of the uh, tournament, but uh, did not make it onto the podium, but he is uh, still very good. Uh, so congratulations to those guys. Uh, absolutely amazing. Uh, I did want to try to circle back to uh, our, our Purdue golfers, um, who are competing to uh, qualify for the uh, U.S. Open. We had said that the um, the cutoff was at uh, minus three. It's moved up to uh, five under. But it does not appear that any of our Boilermakers are below par right now, unfortunately. Nope, they're not. Was really hoping for a run there, but still, just to make it. I mean, you, you had to win that qualifier, right, to get into to get into this one here. You had to place like top couple to make it in. So the fact that they're even there golfing is uh, pretty darn impressive. So good for those guys. I was really excited when I saw this news here over the weekend that they're going to do on Netflix, August 23rd, right as we start into college football season, a documentary called Swamp Kings, which is on the Urban Meyer era of the Florida Gators, is coming out. And, oh, you, sports lords, do you hear me? Do you hear me praying? Please. Please give me all the gritty details. Do not leave anything out. Do not sanitize anything. Give me 
the truth. Do you understand the people that went, the players that went through that locker room? Hernandez, the Pouncey Twins, Cam Newton, Riley Cooper, Percy Harvin, Tebow. I got to hear about it. And I got to hear how this all ends up for Urban Meyer, right? No trailer or anything like that. I, I, I want to hear the story. I need to hear the story. And I need it completely unfiltered and honest. I'd like to, I mean, it's going to be wild. Is that not the best lead-in, though, for college football, is to get a story like this? Oh, I'm 100% on board for this. 100% on board for this. And there you go. That's going to about do it for the uh, Hammer Down show today. It's a Monday, man. I did, look, um, the only thing I didn't really get a chance to touch on today was that, you know, the Colts... Signed Brashad Perryman. And I don't really know why. This is this is kind of bothering me today. I, I don't know why uh they picked him up. Yeah, I understand depth and all that stuff and yada yada yada. But I'll be honest with you, when I looked at his numbers, I was a little shocked. For a dude that was a first-round pick, he really hadn't had the seasons that you wanted. So, I mean, he gets drafted in the 2015 draft. First year, Baltimore plays all you know, plays 16 games, 66 targets, 499 yards on 33 catches, three touchdowns. That's not bad for your first season. Second season, plays 11 games, 10 catches, 77 yards. Out to Cleveland. 16 catches, 340 yards. Out to Tampa Bay. 36 catches, 645 yards, 6 TDs. Hey, maybe you stuck someplace, right? Nope. Out to New Jersey in 2020. 30 catches, 505 yards, 3 touchdowns. Out to Tampa Bay for the next two years, which were not very remarkable. 20 catches over two seasons in 17 games. I guess I just thought that Man, I I don't know what it was, but I'm like, that that can't be right. But he signs that deal with the Colts there. We'll see if, you know, maybe he can kind of regain, uh, you know, where he was at in 2018, 2019. I mean, what do you need out of the guy? He's not going to be, it's not like you're asking him to be like wide receiver one or two here. You're hoping he comes in maybe on that, competes at the three, maybe he's at the four. He can get you 25, 30 catches, and that's great. I don't know why, but when I saw that, I go, oh, hey, that seems like a pretty decent pickup. And then I go back and I look at the numbers. I'm like, man, I don't remember these numbers being this low for him. So hopefully that's a buy low kind of scenario for the Colts, and they're able to uh, they're able to get something going with him. It's not like he doesn't have a lot of speed or anything like that, too. So 
Uh, we'll see. So there you go. That was the last. That was kind of bothering me. I don't know why. Uh, that'll do it for us today on the Hammer Down Show. We'll be back in tomorrow, 3 o'clock. We'll talk local sports for the hour back here on 1017 The Hammer and 1017thehammer.com. Is your stuff safe when no one's around to protect it? Haley's Lock Safe and Key will put together the perfect security system for your home, business, or light industry. And for as low as $18 a month, it's monitored. So when something happens, help is immediate. Haley's has been keeping your stuff safe since 1969. Haley's Lock Safe and Key. 415 North Earl Avenue in Lafayette and 200 West Spring Street in Crawfordsville. That's Haley's. Haley's Lock Safe and Key.